Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Ya. Nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala rasulihin nabiyyil kareem. All praises belong to Allah. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he sends his choices, salutations and durood upon our master Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah be pleased with all of us, the Sahaba, the Tabi'een, the Tabi'a Tabi'een, the Salaf al-Salihin, Imam al-Muttaqeen, man tabi'ahum bi ihsanin ila yawmideen, waj'alna minhum bi rahmatika ya Rabbil Alameen. So, today we've completed the 24th Jews of the Qur'an. We discussed yesterday Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's perfect system in terms of the orbit of the planets, the sun, the moon, and everything that follows with it. <clears throat> it's beautiful how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at the ending of Surah Yasin says two things. <clears throat> أَوَلَمْ يَرَ الْإِنسَانُ أَنَّا خَلَقَنَاهُ مِنْ نُطْفَةِ فَإِذَا هُوَ خَصِيمٌ مُّبِينٌ After going through the entire Qur'an, one-sixth, or rather five-sixths of the Qur'an, just five ajzah left, hasn't insan seen that we've created him from sperm? فَإِذَا هُوَ خَصِيمٌ مُّبِينٌ He was absolutely nothing. And now, he's becoming somebody who's challenging Allah. He was nothing, he knew nothing. The Prophet ﷺ speaks to Muhammad Rasulullah And what does he say? is the sum total. Of the plus minus 124,000 Anbiya. And being the being that he is, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, they've asked you about the ruh, and say to them that we haven't given you knowledge except a little. We've only given you, all of us, a little bit of knowledge. Of course, with the exception of the Prophet All of us that have knowledge compared to the knowledge of Allah, Qalila. <laughs> There's just so much knowledge to have. There's a world of knowledge that still needs to be unearthed. And Allah says, Then he's, he's challenging Allah. He's fighting Allah. He's arguing with Allah. Allah says, do this. He says, no. Where's the logic? Where's the reason? Where's the... It's always been in son's mannerism that he questions Allah. He questions all of the rules and the regulations, etc. So Allah says, go back. Go back to who you were. Go back to not who you were, to what you were. To your beginning. And prior to the beginning. <clears throat> Subhanallah. There's a few periods that we have in terms of who we are. We are the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Firstly, who are subservient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he makes us from those individuals who always will remain subservient to him. We're going to be discussing, inshallah, we're going to be discussing a few important pointers. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to take you and I back into history. 
the history of man and the reason for creation, let us unearth and let us uncover who we are. To find ourselves. Ramadan is to find ourselves, no? I said to somebody yesterday, there's two reasons to sit in i'tikaf. One, to find Allah and two, to find yourself. There's two reasons for Ramadan. Tattaqoon, to fear, to recognize. Recognize who Allah and yourself. Recognize who Allah is, how insignificant we are, and connect the two. May Allah grant us. That's the purpose of life. Li'abudun, li'arifun Allah. That we understand Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَإِذْ أَخَذَ رَبُّكَ مِنْ بَنِي آدَمَ مِنْ ظُهُورِهِمْ ذُرِّيَّتَهُمْ وَأَشْهَدَهُمْ عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ أَلَسْتُ بِرَبِّكُمْ قَالُوا بَلَىٰ So there were, there was a world prior to the world that we're living in. Because Allah has said this. It was known as the عالم الأرواح, the world of souls. The world where all souls were kept. And in this world of souls, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took a promise, a pact with insan. And the promise and the pact and the question that he asked every individual, Ali radiallahu anhu says, I remember the question. <laughs> and I remember who was on my right and who was on my left. So the question was, Alastu bi rabbikum, all of the souls. Am I not your Lord? They said, Allah, of course. How can we claim that you're not our Lord? We are going to still come into existence. You have made us already at this point. There's no form as yet. But we are already alive. We already have some sort of an existence. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks to shaitan. He speaks and he addresses shaitan and the malaika. And he says to them, that I'm going to create, I'm going to create a creation. In the first juz of the Quran, Allah Jalla wa'ala says, I'm going to create a creation. And that creation is my creation. They said to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that, oh Allah, are you going to create something, a being, that will spread mischief on the surface of this earth? يُفْسِدُ فِيهَا وَيَسْفِكُ الدِّمَاءُ وَنَحْنُ نُسَبِّحُ بِحَمْدِكِ you want to create this Allah, but we praise you, we revere you, we honor you. Allah says, Inni ma la I know which you do not know. I know of this creation of mine, things that you don't know. So who are these creation? And what are these creation? At certain places in the Quran, Allah says, Inni basharan min teen. He will create insan from that which is Clay, from that which is sand, from that which is wet sand. From sand mixed, as Allah Jalla wa Ala says, We have created every living thing from water. So Allah took sand, sand from the surface of this earth. And I want to tell you this so that we understand just how special we are. Allah takes sand, okay? And Allah mixes water in this sand. And from this He creates the first of creation known as Adam alayhi salatu wa taslim. 
فتلقى آدم من ربه كلمات فتاب عليه and Allah says he taught Adam alayhi salam the names of everything then he called the malaika and he asked them ya Adamu because they said we don't know the names of all of this he said what is this name they said we don't know what is this we don't know what is this we don't know so he says ya Adamu anbi'uhum bi asma'ihim oh Adam inform them of the names insan given some sort at that time preference over the malaika generally malaika have that which is preference generally so adam salam informs them and allah says inni a'lamu ma la ta'lamun didn't i tell you that i know which you do not know this is allah so he creates adam alayhi salatu with taslim from adam salam هو الذي خلقكم من تراب ثم من نطفة ثم جعلكم أزواجا. Then Allah جل وعلا says He created you from sand, He created you from sperm, and He made you pairs. من ضلع عوج. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said women were created from the rib of Adam عليه السلام. Adam and Hawa. So from water, sand, Adam He creates Hawa عليه الصلاة والتسليم. Allah سبحانه وتعالى says خَلَقَكُمْ مِنْ نَفْسٍ وَاحِدَةٍ ثُمَّ جَعَلَ مِنْهَا زَوْجَهَا وَأَنْزَلَ لَكُمْ مِنَ الْأَنْعَامِ ثَمَانِيَةَ أَزْوَاجٍ We've created one soul, then we've created pairs, and then we've created eight pairs. Pairs of humans, pairs of animals, pairs of this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the greatness of Allah. أَلَمْ تَرَ إِلَى الَّذِينَ يُجَادِلُونَ فِي آيَاتِ اللَّهِ so Allah says, haven't you seen those people that are fighting with Allah? Where are they going? And Allah says, now, haven't you unpacked yourself? Don't you see who you are? If the tummy is taken out, it will run for miles. The intestines are all folded up. A tongue that is controlled by Allah brings out speech. Many people have tongues and they can't speak. An ear that is controlled by Allah has hearing. Many people have ears by the command of Allah they can't hear. Eyes do not see Allah gives them the ability to see. Ears do not hear Allah gives them the ability to hear. A mouth doesn't move Allah makes it move. A tongue doesn't taste it is said that on the tongue itself, there are different receptacles, if you want to call it, senses. And when a person eats, those senses will determine sweetness, butter, hot, cold, as it sends signals immediately to the brain. Subhanallah. You put something in your mouth, a signal is sent directly to the brain. It's so quick, subhanallah, that you don't even have to think about it. You just touch it, it's cold. You touch it, it's hot. That's the signal between the brain and insan, the tongue. Insan breathes heavily. The lungs are here. It sends a signal here. The same thing happens. You taste it's different. The area is different. And then you're breathing. You're breathing heavily. The space is different, no? But the same reaction. You have pain in your knee. The same re reaction. Pain in your toe. Same reaction. It doesn't matter how far it is pain in the head same reaction pain in the ear same reaction pain in the eye same reaction pain in the lips same reaction 
on the tongue, same reaction. Ecstasy, wherever it might be, in the tummy, in the back, in the veins, wherever it might be, the same reaction. Who did this? Who made this possible? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, let me remind you of who you are. وَلَقَدْ خَلَقَنَا الْإِنسَانَ مِنْ سُلَالَةٍ مِنْ طِينٍ ثُمَّ جَعَلْنَاهُ نُطْفَةً فِي قَرَارٍ مَكِينٍ ثُمَّ خَلَقَنَا النُطْفَةَ عَلَقَةً فَخَلَقَنَا الْعَلَقَةَ مُضْغَةً فَخَلَقَنَا الْمُضْغَةَ عِظَامًا فَكَسَوْنَا الْعِظَامَ لَحْمًا ثُمَّ أَنْشَأْنَاهُ خَلْقًا آخَرَ فَتَبَارَكَ اللَّهُ أَحْسَنُ الْخَالِقِينَ I begin with the ending of this verse. Allah says, glorified, high, great, majestic, honored is Allah, who is the best of creators. So we have Alam al-Arwah. Alam alayhi salam, Hawa alayhi salam. Now, how did we come about? We have the male part and the female part. Those which are the products of the male part and those which are the products of the female part. If they are kept separately, until and unless they are not brought together, there will never be some sort of fertilization. And it will never ever, a male, a male can never self-fertilize. Neither can a female. There needs to be a meeting process. May Allah make it halal. Until and unless the two meet as Allah has ordained it to meet. Because if you take subhanallah, the male particular part, the sperm cell, and the female particular part which is the egg, and you put them together just anyway, nothing will happen. <laughs> it has to happen. Allah says, He created you in the tummy of your mothers. One part of creation upon another part of creation. Something happened, then something happened, then something happened. In three levels or layers of darkness. The tummy, the wall of the tummy, the womb, and that which protects the womb, subhanAllah. The three levels and layers of darkness. In the levels and layers of darkness, swimming takes place, nourishment takes place. Allah's whole creation and process takes place. And Allah says, يَخْلُقُكُمْ فِي بُطُونِ أُمَّهَاتِكُمْ خَلْقًا مِّن بَعْدِ خَلْقٍ فِي ظُلُمَاتٍ ثَلَاثٍ Even if you take the sperm spell, and the egg, and then you join the two, and you put it in the end, a man's hand, <laughs> nothing will happen. You put it in a female's hand, nothing will happen. Subhanallah, we go now to the laboratories that have become very, very advanced. And many people use them, and we're not discussing the permissibility or the non-permissibility. So we have to now unpack what is the laboratory system, and how does that work? And why is Allah so great when this is discussed? Firstly, it is mentioned, subhanallah, that uh, when a being is created, is made, is brought into a part of this world, if that being, the woman, lives in south of Africa, that woman will produce in her body eggs that will eventually be responsible for a being that is able to, in that part of the world, live according to the temperature and the surroundings. That's what I, this is what I heard. You can believe it or not, I'll take you to my doctor, inshallah. <laughs> not, not that I needed anything. 
color, taste, height, size, modus operandi. When eventually the fertilization takes place, that girl continues to produce eggs, shedding millions of eggs along the way to produce the perfect egg, subhanallah, to ensure that the individual that is born and created by Allah will be able to withstand. That is why you're born in humid conditions, you're okay. You're born in heat, you're okay. People in Africa, in the middle of the equator, they probably won't survive here. You go to Durban, fast it's hot, it's not even 500 kilometers away. Those who are staying here, from here to Durban. Fast it's hot, in winter they say it's 24, 25, Ooh, very cold, you have to put a jacket on. Who made this? Who made this? When they come here, and we are used to that which is temperature in winter, we say, subhanallah, it's not too bad. We're wearing just a bit of a jersey. The temperature is maybe 15, 16. <laughs> they got the cap on, they got a jacket, they got all of that on. They say it's ice cold. Who made this? Who made this possible? We go to a certain place, we eat food. It's very, very hot for us. People come to us, it's very mild. The same people. Who made this? If that woman, subhanallah, further on, if she moves from the southern part of Africa or the southern part of the world to the middle of the world, the body will undergo and change that which were the cells and the eggs that produced and were producing to create that baby to ensure that it survives in that surrounding and will now change to suit that particular surrounding. Who made this? Who was responsible for this? Then if they came back, then again the process would have changed, altered itself. Imagine from the age of seven, eight, this is how it takes place. Already developing for the perfect being. It doesn't matter where you are, how you are, which condition you are. يَخْلُقُكُمْ فِي بُطُونِ أُمَّهَاتِكُمْ When Allah says in the tummies of your mother. That is where this whole thing takes place. So he says, subhanallah. Before we get to how Allah speaks about it in the Quran. I thought let's bring some, some signs. Let's bring some few heavy terms. So it makes me look also, you know, good. <laughs> and then let's bring some Allah-filled terms. So we leave here with a sense of, wow. Not from me, but my, from, from my Allah. So he says, people come into, subhanAllah, I was, I was most amazed by what he said. He says, we run clinics. Ours is perhaps one of the better clinics in terms of success rate. But he was talking from an Allah's perspective, an Allah point perspective. He says, so when people come in, subhanAllah, we assess them. We have to do certain tests, etc. He says, there are certain people who will tell after we assess them that you have a 99% failure rate. There's no chance that you'll fall pregnant. And there's other people who come in, so there's 1% chance that you'll fall pregnant. And then there's other people that come in and he says, we say it based on our calculation. There's nothing wrong with that. It's the calculation of a man who's been experienced, who's been trained in his field. He says, subhanAllah, then other patients come in. We look at them and we say, 90, 95% chance. We've had cases like this before, right? We've dealt with the cases like this before. So, inshallah, you'll fall pregnant. He says, where do we find Allah? We find Allah in that 1% that couldn't fall pregnant. We find Allah there. And in the 90% that could, that is where we see Allah, this is you. So he says, now the process involves a few steps. You can be in a hotel. 
you can be at home you can be in the bathroom you can be in the kitchen you can be in the car on a lighter note they say most accidents happens with cars some happens in a car <laughs> you can be wherever you want to be wherever you want to be whether it's summer whether it's winter whether it's humid whether it's dry whether it's raining whether it's snowing whether there's a wind blowing whether there's no wind blowing anyway can be anyway and you decide alhamdulillah let us engage in that which allah has made halal and people say we planning now <laughs> i said i was thinking about this whole thing that uh, you sometimes speak to people and how many children you got and you say the fifth one but the last one was a mistake <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> it couldn't have been a mistake allah made it that means it's allah's job it's allah's way so he says okay what we have to do just to understand how things happen so here's the normal procedure the normal process whenever wherever however not with whoever with your wife and he says yes the same two individuals okay and uh, what we have to do now is we have to go into technicalities and uh, it's beautiful he says if we do all of the tests and we measure and there could be some sort of indication that there's Uh, perhaps weakness here so they give medication and they ensure that they get everything up to that which is optimal level <laughs> eventually it says we extract that which is the sperm cell and then at times we put it immediately in at times we have to take it out and place it uh, in that which is the lab laboratory conditions here's the lab the mother the womb that's the lab doesn't matter where she is this is the lab it says to ensure that firstly to ensure that the sperm mixes with the egg there's a very delicate process where it needs to be injected one number two we only use those sperm that are the best in terms of quality so if anybody tells you you're a loser you tell them no no i was the winner <laughs> says we only use this that which is the best right thirdly he says after grading and after looking at all of this that sperm needs to be injected into an egg using a needle that is only visible under the microscope subhanallah you on a bed you on a table whatever the case may be i'm only saying this because this is the system of allah you didn't have to do any other thing afterwards there's allah's system after after your responsibility your due diligence the act had taken place finish allah took over the rest He said now we see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if the if the needle is not if not enough force is used it won't penetrate if too little force is used the egg will break so who's responsible for that in the, where's the needle where's the needle in the tummy when does the needle know it must activate how does it activate how does all of this take place what happens to those sperm cells which weren't weak Where do they go? Do they shed? When do they shed? How do they shed? Do they disappear? When do they disappear? In the law, in the lab, Subhanallah, we can see it. In this lab, in that level of darkness upon a level of darkness upon a level of darkness, he says, "No, it's not yet finished." After that, all of the fertility labs have to ensure they have generators and backup generators. Why? Because we have 
ESCOM and then we have load shedding. <laughs> so he says, because if the perfect conditions are not maintained, humidity, heat, the perfect amount of everything, light, and all of this, if these conditions are not met, that will destroy that which becomes the nucleus. There's no heat. There's no cold that affects it. There's no light that affects it. There's nothing that affects it and it takes place. It says then afterwards, you've got to replace the thing. We put it back in, we insert it. And upon insertion, there's no guarantee also. Yes, there's no guarantee that the human being will be formed by just a male and a female. But to understand the complexity, we have to go to the lab. That it's a wonderful process that takes place in Allah's lab. This is the lab of Allah. And Allah Jalla wa'ala says from then on, وَوَصَّيْنَا الْإِلْسَانَ بِوَالِدَيْهِ حُسْنًا حَمَلَتْهُ أُمُّهُ وَهْنًا عَلَى وَهْنٍ The mother carries one difficulty upon another difficulty, one period of harsh, of, of, of harsh conditions, of pain, of uh, all of that which is uh, desires and all of that. The mother carries you through all of that. But the beautiful part is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it <coughs> that a woman who was flat in terms of her tummy, Allah doesn't just put the baby one shot because then she'll stop walking. It's a slow process. It's a process that's involved, that involves the hand of Allah. How do we know this? I'll tell you now. How do we know that Allah is involved in every process? The Prophet ﷺ in a hadith, in the description of the development says, <clears throat> after a period of 120 days or so, and some say 80 days, the ruh, alam al-arwah, is placed into the body. That is why scholars say, after discussing the aspect of a mother who has miscarried, subhanallah, they say, if a mother that has miscarried has a fetus that have limbs that are formed or partially formed, then the blood that flows afterwards is nifas. If it's not formed, then it's not nifas because they normally form after the ruh has come into the body. <laughs> the ruh comes in, then the body starts growing. There's no ruh, no body. Sometimes there's ruh, there's body. You visit every month and all of a sudden you come there and the doctor says there's no water, the baby is bridged, or there's no heartbeat. The first thing they look for is the heartbeat. In this wonderful laboratory of Allah. <clears throat> so Rabbi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says it takes place in this year. Scholars speak about in the hadith of a 40-day process, and then a 40-day process, and then a 40-day process. So if anybody asks you, did you, did you spend 40 days? You must say, yes. <laughs> I spent 40 days. <laughs> so you're used to spending 40 days. Come out again for 40 days. It's not so difficult. <laughs> 40 days, another 40 days, another 40 days. Where does Allah fit into this picture? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends Jibreel Amin alayhi salatu wa taslim with revelation to Muhammadur Rasulullah khatimul anbiya'i wal mursaleen wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in but the first words of a revelation that should touch mankind forever. The first thing he said to him is iqra' read. The second thing he explained to him is creation. Iqra' bismi rabbika alladhi khalaq he says, oh Muhammad, learn, understand, read, do that which will benefit you. 
But understand that all of this comes from Allah. خَلَقَ الْإِنسَانَ مِنْ Allah that has created us from a congealed clot of blood. A blood clot. After this process takes place, it becomes a blood clot. That's what we were. We were individuals, tall, short, wide, <laughs> wide sidewards. Initially, we all were blood clots. That's who we were. Iqara, he says, read, understand, acknowledge, find Allah, search for Allah, who has created man from a congealed clot of blood. At some places, Allah says, Hama'im Masnoon, Salsalim min Hama'im Masnoon, Teen, to rob. At other places, Allah Jalla wa'ala says, وَلَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانِ مِنْ سُلَالَةٍ مِنْ تِينَ All of this put together with that which is water mixed up. Allah says if you had to look at it at that time, that became a molded form of clay. A clay when you knocked it, it would give a hollow sound. ثُمَّ جَعَلْنَاهُ نُطْفَةً فِي قَرَارٍ مَكِينَ Then we took this and we placed it and made it a sperm cell in a place that was protected. From that which is the receptacle, the male and the female, the connecting of the two. Nutfatan fi qararim makin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala places it in the womb. In the womb when it's nothing, alaqa then develops. This blood clot. Allah jalla wa ala says, thumma khalaqna al-alaqata mudgha. Then we made this blood clot. Khalaqa al-insana min alaq. We took this blood clot and we converted it. We made it grow. We grew it. We expanded it. Scholars say, and I'll discuss this part tomorrow from the science. Inshallah, Allah give us life till tomorrow. Until the end of Ramadan. Until many Ramadans. Those who haven't said, Amin, Allah help you. <laughs> Subhanallah, Allah says, we took nutfa. We made it alaqa. So scholars say that it actually gets stretched out. Subhanallah. So if you drink stretches, it's part and parcel of your creation. No problem. It's stretched out. What does Allah say? وَلَقَدْ خَلَقَنَا We have created insan. ثُمَّ خَلَقَنَا ثُمَّ خَلَقَنَا ثُمَّ خَلَقَنَا Everybody has been fashioned by Allah. That is why Allah Jalla wa Ala says, Does insan think in Surah Qiyamah that we can't raise him again? Nay, he's at a mistake because we fashioned him and we've given him every individual a thumbprint that is different. Even twins have two different thumbprints. <laughs> Leave the DNA. This is Allah's natural ability, the ANA. The retinas are different. All created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It stretched out and then it becomes like a Mudgha. Madagha in Arabic means to chew. Scholars say at that particular point in the womb of the mother, whether she's making biryani, whether she's making acne, not in the lab, because in the lab it has to be perfect. She can be walking, she can be jumping, she can be talking, she can be laughing, she can be sleeping, she can be bathing, she can be showering, she can be skiing, she can be doing all of this. Why? Scholars say that the last thing that will get harmed is that which Allah has protected. Khalaqana, we're protecting it. The scholars further say that that which is the fetus will continue to exist and draw from all of the nutrition of the mother. That's what will happen. 
There is protection from Allah. So, mudra, to bite, to chew. It becomes a piece of flesh about this size. Yes, Muhammad. Yes, Ahmed. Yes, Fatima. Yes, Zakaria. Yes, Isa. Piece of flesh in the womb of the mother. We don't even know that it's there. Now Allah says, Subhan, this is beautiful. If I give you a piece of clay and I tell you to make this soft clay hard, <laughs> take this clay which is chewable, right? Take this chappy which is chewable. That's exactly what mudghata is. Take this chappy which is chewable and fashion from it bones, ribs, your knees, your hands, more than... Scholars say there's about 360. That's about, some have mentioned 220, others have mentioned 260. But based on the hadith of the Prophet, he says that every bone of insan, every joint, must be something that we have to give sadaqah for in the morning. And then he makes mention and he says there's more or less 360 bones of the human being. And scholars have went into, subhanAllah, the bones, and they say, this is a bone. If this is a bone, this is a bone. But this is a bone that can turn, so it's another bone. And then there's a bone here, and these bones connect, and this bones connect, and these bones connect, and this, remember, your neck bone is connected to your backbone, and connect. anyway, leave all of that now. So Allah takes this little rubbery thing, subhanAllah, and then He makes bones. He makes bones from it. How does somebody take that which is chewable and make it hard? First there was water, then it was hard, then it became soft, then it became hard. Who did this? He made it bones, skeleton. Now listen to what Allah says. The na in all of this year, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is referring to them himself. And Allah says, okay, maybe you took this, you were able to, you put it into a microwave, you put it into the freezer, you added something to it, this and that, you made it hard, right? So you were able to do that. Now here's your hard object. Take flesh and cover this object. Take meat and cover it. This bone that is there, take meat. And cover it in such a way that it doesn't slip off. Here's meat. Here's meat. There's meat. There's meat. Where's the glue? Where's the glue for all of this? There's sometimes thin skin here, little thicker skin there, a little bit more there. And scholars say that one who studies the skin will find that although it's about two to three to probably four or six millimeters thick. In that six millimeters, there's three layers of skin. In six millimeters, there's three layers of skin. And the skin Allah has made it such that it has pores. It takes things in, rather it, it, it is able to sweat, but doesn't take, it takes th take things in. Otherwise in the shower you'll drown. <laughs> Who did this? There's pores, there's holes. Things come out, sweat glands and all of that. But there's no water that goes in. Nutrition goes in. Humidity can be absorbed. Not water. We took these bones and we dressed it. Allah says we covered it. 
but that which is meat. ثم أنشأناه خلقا آخر. But it's in the it's in the womb. It's got nothing. It's not it's not doing anything. It's swimming here and there. Subhanallah. Allah says then we made it a champion. ثم أنشأناه خلقا آخر. It was water, clay, sand, nothing, blood clot, chewable piece of flesh, bones. From bones it became meat. From meat Allah Jalla wa'ala says, now why don't you actually meet it? Allah says, then we made the portion where the, where the baby will come through. We made that easy. Okay? It is mentioned that when the baby comes out at the time of birth, the head is not yet forged. The head is not yet completely forged. Allah says at that particular moment, as the baby is coming out, the head gets forged slowly. As the baby is coming out, because if it was forged, scholars says, there probably could be some damage to the head at that time. So it's soft, it's able to move and slip out. And here comes man into this world. Nourishment and food, what is around? There's, 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 there's fluid, it can't consume that fluid, it can't eat, so <laughs> subhanallah, there's no dummy in the, in, 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 in the, in the mouth, in the tummy of the mom. There's no dummy. So the baby can eat anything. It's floating around in fluid. It's doing all of that that's necessary. Allah creates protection to ensure that no dirt goes in. Sustenance comes from where? Where do you think scholars learned the idea of that which is an IV? Because of the possibility, subhanAllah, that Allah could lick something to the tummy, to the navel. Sustenance comes from the navel. Other scholars mention that the reason for it is because Allah wants to indicate to the mom and to the father that this child must be so pure. Blood mustn't reach the mouth. Filth mustn't reach the mouth. Nothing which is dirty, impure on our park must reach the mouth. So that is where Allah connects this. And this connection runs for nine months or the better part of then when that baby is formed. فَكَسَوْنَ الْعِظَامَ الْأَحْمَى and whilst this connection is taking place, there's development around the connection. If there's problems with the drip and something happens, they have to take it out. If there's swelling, etc. <laughs> this is such a drip, such a connection that things grow around it, no problem. And it moves this way and that way and jumps finger in the mouth. Finger can go in the mouth, dirt won't go. And Allah says, beautiful is he. The best of, of, of those who create. Then you'll die. <laughs> and when you die, scholars say that everything will be reduced. Everything to dust. With the exception of a small piece. A really, really minute piece. Which lasts according to the hadith of the Prophet That which is haddi kireza as they say in Urdu. That which is not seen by the naked eye. And from that... Allah Jalla wa'ala will cause us to be raised. Allah ahsan al In today's recitation, it is said, the eyes will give testimony, the nose will give testimony, the skin will give testimony, the individual will say, how did you give testimony? How is it that you are able to speak? The Allah who created us and you in the first place and made you talk is Allah that made us talk. If Allah can make the mouth talk, Allah can make the hands talk. 
If Allah can make the hands talk, Allah can make the eyes talk. If Allah makes people walk on their legs, Allah can make it possible that they'll walk on their hands. Ya ayyuhan nas, in kuntum fi raibim min al-ba'thi, and we'll conclude with this ayah. And thus, if you have any doubt, if you have any doubt about creation, فَإِنَّا خَلَّقَنَاكُمْ مِنْ تَرَابٍ We've created you from sand. ثُمَّ مِنْ نُطْفَ This is another place. Then we've made you from that sperm. ثُمَّ مِنْ عَلَقَ We've made you from a congealed clot of blood. ثُمَّ مِنْ مُضْغَةٍ مُخَلَّقَ وَغَيْرِ مُخَلَّقَ We made you initially a piece of flesh, chewable, that had a form. And before that, some didn't have a form. Okay? This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. لِنُبَيِّنَ لَكُمْ Allah says it in another place so that we can explain to you. وَنُقِرُّ فِي الْأَرْحَامِ مَا نَشَاءُ We kept you affirmed in your mother, in that womb. Another darkness, another darkness. مَا نَشَاءُ Allah Jalla wa Ala says, He gives whom He wants to. Sometimes He gives males. Sometimes He gives females. Who does this? Where is it determined? That from that skin, an organ will be placed, another organ will be placed. Babies are sometimes born normal, some without any defect, as we understand it. Anything that Allah creates has no defect in it. Some will have a congenital heart disease. Some will have a sight in one, the other eye no sight. Some will have fully developed lungs, others not fully developed lungs. Some will have... Problems with their feet, others won't have. Some will have an extra toe. Some will have an extra finger. Some will have a tongue that can touch the nose. Others will have teeth. The heart. Others won't have teeth. Others will cry when they come out. Others will be happy when they come out. Others will be seemingly upset when they come out. Others will be joyous when they come out. Who creates all of this? Who makes all of this? Millions of children born every day, every second of the day. In whose hand is this? Allah making there, Allah making here, Allah touching there. So it's like, it's like Allah making alaqa, Allah making nudra, Allah making kasona. It's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clothing, making, creating, forming, attaching. Subhanallah. Remember we said yesterday, the son to Allah, the son to Allah, the son to Allah, the son to Allah. Of course the son has to speak to Allah all the time because Allah is so great. In the creation of human beings only Allah is seen and manifested. What about all of the other creation? One tree, one root, one water, green leaf, brown leaf. Dry leaf, not dry leaf. Long branch, short branch. One tree, one fruit, next to it another fruit, subhanallah. One water, different plants. Subhanallah, leave all that one water, different daughters. I mean that in a serious manner. One fair-skinned, one not fair-skinned. One tall, one short. One intelligent, one not intelligent. Who's, who's responsible for all of this? One good in math, one good in science. Same Allah, one water, one male, one female. <laughs> who's responsible? How did this happen? By chance. You think Allah was bored and he was like, ah, boy, you, girl. Doesn't happen like that. Allah has a direct hand. This is the system of Allah. From the one that we were nothing to that which we are today. And then Allah Jalla wa Ala says, فَإِذَا هُوَ خَسِيمٌ مُّبِينٌ And after all of this, when the one order, كُنْ فَيَكُنْ بِي and it was came, the man is standing today full of feces that hasn't yet been dumped. That is the reality. 
full of urine that needs to come out. A mind that is filled with filth. Hands that are paining. Challenges that have come. All of this. And man says, I am greater than Allah. فَأَمَّا عَادٌ فَاسْتَكْبَرُوا فَقَالُوا مَنْ أَشَدُّ مِنَّا قُوَّةٌ Who's bigger than us? أَوَلَمْ يَرَوْا أَنَّ اللَّهَ الَّذِي خَلَقَهُمْ Haven't you understood that Allah who has created you is bigger than you? Haven't we understood that? So this is Allah. My Allah, your Allah, our Allah, and Allah that we need, and Allah that we have to be thankful, for, thankful to eternally for all of His favors. And tomorrow, inshallah, we'll conclude by looking at that which are scientific evidences. Only two ayat we've discussed in the Quran. Tomorrow we'll look at the scientific evidences in terms of how when Allah says nutfa, mudra, alaqa, where it fits in the three week, in the six week, in the 14 weeks, in the 16 weeks. Why has Allah used the particular word? Because that word in Arabic can be used between this amount to that amount. We ask Allah Jalla wa'ala that He grants us the ability to understand Him through ourselves. And may Allah be pleased with all of us. Wa sallillahu wa sallim ala Sayyid al-Mursaleen.